Hello, this is Sophie Lawson from sophielawson.com and this is episode 119 of the Sophie Art Podcast, which is a little podcast that I do about the art and things. And this one is going to be a little article from issue number 5 of the Character Design Quarterly magazine. We're going to be looking at an article called Four Word Characterization. And this is a baby... It's a little tiny article, but I think it's going to be really fun, this one. So I've got my notes, and we'll get into that in a minute, but we've got some amazing news. <laughs> so this week, little co-host, little Dennis, he's actually got a girlfriend. He's got a girlfriend. So he's got a little girlfriend. <laughs> if you're watching on YouTube at youtube.com slash Sophie Lawson, you can see little Dennis's girlfriend, and they can't stop kissing each other. He's, he's actually falling in love with a, a little cat, if you can believe it. So you've got a little dog and a cat getting, going out with each other. <laughs> but I think it's quite cool. Little kitty. She's very shy, though. Very shy. So I don't know whether she'll, she'll say anything today. But let's get straight into this one. You can find show notes and everything at sophielawson.com. And you can find show notes, you can find the video at youtube.com slash Sophie Lawson. Actually, there was something I was going to say. It's, ah, oh, well, we'll get into that in a minute. Bing! Let's get into this little article. Little Dennis in his little house. Put Dennis in his house with his little girlfriend. I love that. Little Dennis and his little girlfriend. They look very happy together. So let's get into this little article then. As I said, it's from issue number five of the Character Design Quarterly magazines. And these magazines are my favouritest magazines, art books and stuff. They're by 3D Total Publishing. And this one, issue number five, this article is actually a little one. It's only on two pages. But I think the like the message behind the article is quite powerful. So that's why I'm going to look at this one today but before we get into it the artist is called Dung Ho and I've got a little bit about the artist from the magazine it says Dung Ho is a freelance illustrator and you can find her at dungho.me it's d-u-n-g-h-o dot m-e and it says Dung Ho is an illustrator living and working in Vietnam with a passion for character design. She focuses on children's books and game design. And she looks very cool. She looks really cool. Like a cool little cool little character really. But I went onto her website. I couldn't actually get her website to load up. But on her Instagram, and I'll put links and everything in the show notes, but her Instagram is Dung Han H Ho. <laughs> it's D-U-N-G. H-A-N-H-H-O But what a beautiful artwork. This art, this artist is producing beautiful artwork. It's got like really, really sort of simple shapes. But nice, nice big shapes. Just beautiful artwork. As soon as I saw her artwork, I fell in love. And I think she's going to become a new like, inspirational artist now. You can also find her at, at Behance under the name H-A-N-H-D-U-N-G. And again, just 
really beautiful, fun characters and lovely shapes, which is actually something from this article. When we get into this article, th there's very nice shapes going on. Lots of detail, but lots of nice, simple shapes as well, which is quite cool. So the main takeaway I got from this article is, again, it starts with writing, which is something I've learned in all, a lot of the other articles. So it all starts with writing. And also, story is everywhere. Yeah, the story is everywhere. So the story is not just in the character, it's in the props, and it's in the things that the character is doing and stuff. So there's story everywhere, which is cool. It looks this when I go through this, it looks like a really fun little exercise to try. It's called four word characterization. Characterization. And the, what you've got to do in the article, basically what you've got to do is you just pick a bunch of words, random words, and then you create a character. So it's, it's quite simple. But I'll put it here as well in the takeaway. She thinks about the viewer. So she, she's actually thinking about the viewer as she's doing the drawing, which I like that. She's she's thinking about almost producing like a puzzle for the for the viewer to work to work with. So it be, it's not just it becomes like a sort of and sort of a like a game that the viewer plays looking at her artwork which is quite cool i've also put don't include something unless it needs to be there this was something i learned in one of the other articles and who was it somebody said about that it was in one of my figure drawing books i was studying gesture drawing and it, it said in there only put a line down if it needs to be there so it's like being mindful of the lines that you're putting down. So I like that. And then the last bit I put was, you don't need to do a lot to get started. This is what I think is the main, one of the main things about this article, why I love it so much. Sometimes when I'm doing my draw a day challenge, if you've got a blank canvas, it can be a bit intimidating because you think, I've got to create a character, I've got to create a pose, I've got to create all these things. And you can, you can be like a little bit overwhelmed starting out but this little exercise it just shows you that you don't actually need to do anything really <laughs> when starting out all you got to do is pick a bunch of words pick a bunch of words and then let your I suppose let your hand just come up with some ideas on its own so I really like that but it also in, in the little draw day challenge I've actually been doing this myself so I, I have realized the power of it so what I, what I do is, my little characters in the Draw Day Challenge, sometimes what I'll do is I'll pick a word, like say, glasses. So all I've had to think about is glasses. And then I just, in my sketchbook, come up with some little ideas based around glasses. It's amazing how just starting to do a sketch on that word, it's amazing how that evolves into something else. Because you'll, you'll do a little sketch... And you'll, you'll come up with an idea as you're doing that one. So then you do another sketch of this new idea. And before you know it, you have this really amazing drawing. And it all came about just because you randomly picked a word. And you don't even have to come up with the word. All you've got to do is... Because what I did once was... I went onto Google and I just typed in words beginning with B. 
because I did a month where all I was doing was characters based around letters with the B. And I just, I come up with a word, a B word, and then I just created characters out of that. So you don't really have to even do anything to get started. So I think the main thing that I love about this article is it, sh it sort of takes away the pressure of getting started. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to read, shall I go, f I think I'll read the, I'll read the entire, the entire sort of article first, because it's only a little bit, and then I'll go through my notes and go back into the article. So this article is called Four Word Characterization, and it's by the artist Dung Ho, and it says, in this warm-up, I use four keywords to create a complex, engaging character with a story all of her own. So again, thinking about the story. So the four little keywords that they come up with is girl, guitar, pet, and cute. So all, all she's got to do is take those four words and play with them to create a character. So in this article, you see how she's taken those words and created some little sketches. She then moves into refining it. She then picks a final one. And then she talks about all of the things on that character. She talks about why everything is in that character, which is really cool. So I'll get into that in a minute. But this article continues with, she says, Observe how easy it is to unlock a character's narrative with just a few prompts and simple details. When broken down, every detail of the drawing has a job to do in conveying and selling the character. Each detail also evokes or expands upon at least one of the original keywords to create a cohesive, <laughs> a coherent character with an authentic, believable personality. The combined details, especially the childlike face, pet pig and gawky demeanour, definitely reflect the keyword cute. So what I like is, as she's creating this character, she's constantly going back to these keywords, like a back and forth. So it's just a simple, such a simple idea. But you, if you look at the article, it's very powerful because she creates this really cool character. So in my little notes, I've put, yeah, I've put her quick sketch ideas are so, so lovely. Lovely shapes, poses and feelings. They are so beautiful. These, these little characters that she's created, little quick sketch ideas, I love them so much. I would, I would almost say I love them more than the final one because they're just so full of life and like energy. But it got me thinking, do these artists ever use these other ideas? So in other words, she's, she sat down here with these keywords and she's created at least eight little characters based around those keywords very quickly and then she's taken one of them and turned it into the final design but I, I always think what do they do with the other little ideas that they had because some of these little ideas I've, there's one of them which is so beautiful and I, I feel to my I would love to see what that would look like as a final design so I wonder I always wonder whether these artists what do they do with all these other designs? Whether they just, like, they only ever exist as little sketches or... Because I, I would love to talk to Dung Ho and ask her about that. But what have I put here? Oh, yeah. I've put in my little notes. I've put, 
animals have personality. <laughs> yeah, so I love that because this character is holding a little pig. But the, the little pig has got its own sort of character. But the character of the pig and the character of the girl, it sort of works together. So you end up with you end up with like a, a relationship going on between these two little characters. Which I think is cool. And I, yeah, I've put here interesting Oh yeah. Yeah, I like that as well. It's interesting how the outfit can totally change the characters' vibes. Because what what they did in the article they picked their their final design and they started then refining it with sketches but they they put the character in exactly the same pose but in different outfits and it's just amazing how a different outfit completely changes the feeling of the character again these are things I'm picking up so what I like about that is in her little sketch she didn't just take the little sketch and turn it into a finished drawing she took that little sketch and she then sort of redesigned it multiple times. So it wasn't, she didn't just take the sketch and say that's it. She still played with it. But the funny thing is, she actually used the one that she started with. <laughs> so it probably is that, it probably is that when, when you put your little ideas down in sketches, I've done that a lot. I've, I've created a character in my sketchbook in a pose and then I've played with all these other poses but I've always gone not always a lot of the time I'll go back to the first pose that I did so you sort of think well did I just waste my time there but I don't think you did because you needed to know sometimes you just need to know that this is the right pose and the only way you can find that out is by trying other things so I, f I found that quite interesting actually and I said yeah it's interesting I always find it interesting seeing the artist working through the colour phase because I'm I'm so at the moment I'm very basic with my colours I don't know much about colour theory and stuff but I love seeing it when you've got a character with like the flat colours and then they start applying textures and lighting it's just it's amazing how the character comes to life when you start adding those little details it's quite cool so I put it here I put nothing is here by accident. The colours, the outfit, the pet, the props. Yeah, everything in that character is there for a reason. Which is, again, very powerful. So it, it shows that throughout the whole process, she's very mindful of what's going on. Very mindful. Because in the initial little sketch that she did, you've got, you've got this little girl holding a guitar with a little, a little pet pig. So she's got the girl, she's got the keyword girl, guitar, pet, and the word cute, because it's it's a little cute character, especially a little piggy as well. So she's, she's nailed all of the keywords, but in the final design, she adds a little shopping bag with some flowers and fruits. She also puts like little details of leaves dropping on the floor, puts a little beret, and glasses so she starts adding props at the final phase but she talks about why each of these props is there so she's she she's met the keywords in in the design and then she can start sort of taking the character more advanced and the way she's done that is by putting these little props in and stuff so i like that 
so what's happening is in the in the initial quick sketch it's very simple it's a very simple character once she's decided that she likes that character she then starts adding the details which is cool but there was something in this which it sort of got me excited because last week's episode I was talking about something because one of the who was it I think it was the inspirational quote at the end yeah at the end I think the quote was little details or something are important and I started talking about how when you look at somebody's it's like their trousers they might have say scuff marks on the bottom of their trousers but you don't notice it because it's not important but the quote was that the little things are important but the little things are important when you're creating a character but in everyday life those little things aren't important to the eye so what happens is the eye it filters out these little things so when you're looking at somebody and talking to them your eye isn't gonna it's gonna filter out the fact that they've got like scuff marks on the bottom of their trousers but when you're designing a character you you'll become aware of those scuff marks because if you've got a little if the character is wearing trousers with like rough like what's it called yeah like trousers that are falling apart that actually creates a car- a story it's like why is the tr- why are the trousers falling apart and then you start thinking well the character must not really care too much about their trousers and stuff so it's like in real life little details are not important because the eye filters it out but when you're drawing this is why I say when you when you draw something you really study it the best way to study something is to draw it because you'll study you'll study somebody and you'll notice the little scuff marks on their trousers so if you was to draw if you was to turn somebody into a drawing it's those sort of things that you would put in the drawing so even though when you're in real life in everyday life it's not important it is important if you was to turn it into a character which I think I found that quite cool it says here because she talks about as well engaging the viewer and it reminded me of something Dave Crocker said so there's there's this artist that called Dave Crocker who I actually know I knew because we were both in an art gallery together and he actually we was talking and he once said he, I can't remember the exact quote but it was something like no artwork is ever finished to the viewer views it and what he was saying was you can create a painting let's say you create a character and the character is really it's like sad in your head the character is sad and upset if somebody else looks at your character and they think the character is happy then then they then the, the character is happy because to the person looking at it the character is happy so it, it doesn't matter what what you've decided it's what the viewer decides so it's almost like you can finish your drawing or your painting but it's not actually finished till the viewer views it because when the viewer views it it might become something different which I think that's really cool but in this article she talks about engaging the viewer by making the viewer ask questions so again like for me those little scuff marks on the bottom of her trousers I sort of start thinking, well, why is she, why has she got trousers like that? Is it is it a fashion statement, or is it because she actually doesn't care about her clothing or something? So, like that's how they talk about engaging the viewer. 
but they say stuff like, yeah, it says, through her face, costume and props, the resulting character instantly appears quirky, creative and caring. The intrigued viewer will ask, where is she going? Who are the flowers for? Because she's holding some flowers. What will she make with the food? Why does she have a pet pig? Where? When will she next play her guitar? So the little props, the little props that you add to the character, they're creating like a little story. So you, you look at this character and you, and you know that she's she's into playing guitar. So you sort of, you start you start get, getting like a, a picture of this character, which I think is really cool. But it also it goes into the colours as well. Like the colours are telling a story. It goes into another article. Everything is telling a story. It's it's what I said in one of my takeaways. Yeah, story is everywhere. Like the shapes can tell a story. Like straight diagonals are more aggressive. So that's like a, a story of aggress- aggression. Round curvy things are like cute cu- cute stories. Colours are stories. So you've got shapes, colours, the actual character, the props, even the lighting can start telling a story. And then you've also got like the background. This character hasn't got a background, but if there was a background, that would be telling a story as well. So it's, it's almost like everything is part of the story, which is cool. And I've put it here... Yeah, lighting can tell a story. Shapes can create character and emotions, which I think is cool. And then what have I put here? Yeah, blank canvas. So I've put what I've put is this is like the main takeaway I think is if you ever sit down to do a drawing and you've got a blank canvas and you're just thinking I don't know what to do. Think of four words. He, I would even say think of one word. Well, maybe, well, yeah, think of one. Just think of a word or think of some words. And just draw something. It doesn't matter what you're drawing. Draw something off those words. And like I said, because I've noticed this myself, it's amazing how how that evolves into something really cool. So if you've ever got a blank canvas, all you've got to do is just think of some words. And if you can't think of some words, all you've got to do is go on. You could just say, right, I'm going to go on to Google, or I'm going to look in. I'm going to open this magazine. And the seventeenth letter, the seventeenth word that I come across is is going to be a word. So in this one, it would be one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. Ah, oh, how cool is that? <laughs> the word, the seventeenth word, is story. So you could take the word story, and then you could play with it. And you could even, for instance, take the word story, and literally try to create a character out of the out of the word story. So you could like take the letter S. Well, yeah, you could take the word, you could take the actual word, and turn it into a story. I don't know how, <laughs> but you could. So what I liked is it's it's almost like if you've ever if you ever if your mind is ever empty and you don't know what to do, all you've got to do is just find a word. You don't even have to think of a word. You've just got to find a word. And then start playing with it. And I've put... Yeah, that's it. So that's that's it from my notes. And this week's inspirational quote actually goes to Dung Ho. It's a really, really cool little quote. Which I think is cool. But if we get back into the article... So like I said, she starts out doing little... She's got the keywords. 
She then cre creates some little quick sketch ideas, which are amazing. She then picks one and refines it, and again, starts playing with ideas. Once she's decided on the one she wants, she adds her basic colours, textures, and then she starts putting contrast in and lighting. But when she's got her final character, this is what I love. I feel like there's a lot to learn here. So you've got this character and it's a, a little girl. She's got a guitar on her back. She's holding a little pig. She's wearing a beret. She's got a little bag over her shoulder full of fruit. All the leaves are flying about everywhere. And she's got some flowers with her. She's wearing some like dungarees and a little tight stripy top and some brown boots. But what I love about this is, again, little details. The little character is wearing a little red, like a little red bow thing. What is it? What's it called? Like a bandana tied around her neck, like what a cowboy would do. But what's cool is the little pig that she's holding, he's got his own one. So they've actually got one each. So what, again, what that does is it brings a connection between the two characters. It's almost like you can just see that she's looking after that little piggy. And it's almost like to her that pig is not just a little little pig. It's actually like a friend. You can feel the friendship between these two, which I think is cool. So I'll go, what I'm going to do is I'm going to work through this little bit here. Because in the article you've got a single page with the character in the middle. And then there's little bits of text around the outside explaining why each of the things is it is in the character. So it says green values. The reusable string bag and well-worn clothes refle reflect a slightly old-fashioned nature or maybe an envi environmentalness awareness. So again, you're getting that feeling of she's, she's at one with nature, which is quite cool. And again, to me, it feels like she doesn't care too much about her clothing. Even though she's got cool style, I get the sense that she could probably be She's probably one of these people who'd wear that every single day. She doesn't care too much about her appearance, but she still looks cool. She's still looking after herself. It's then got another one. It says, Independent Spirit. It says, Despite carrying so many belongings, she seems happy and relaxed, which suggests, it suggests she is content to get on with whatever she has to do. An enduring quality in a young girl. So that's, that's cool. So again, you're getting like a sort of a backstory. Yeah, independent, which is nice. Creative soul. It says, a guitar slung comfortably over her over the shoulder hints at a musical talent. Again, you're getting like a, a sense of her a backstory. And this is what starts asking the questions. Why has she got that guitar? Yeah, and you almost... You could almost imagine a future drawing where she's playing the guitar and I would imagine a little piggy would be like jumping around with her, having fun. It says, good friend. The bunch of flowers would most likely be a kind gift for a friend. So again, the flowers are there with a story. It's, it's cool, I, li I like this. And then it says, carefree style. The beret, because she's wearing a little red beret. It says the the beret and casual haircut suggest 
she gestures someone who does not fuss over their appearance. Again, I feel like a lot of this is stuff that your mind is going to... It's it's like your mind is going to be pulling this information in without you even realising it. It's like subconscious stuff. Subconscious. It's like you see that guitar. I don't think you would sit there and say, ah, she must be playing music. But just seeing that guitar, your mind is saying, ah, she's into music. So without even realising it, you'll be thinking about things. And this goes into that thing of like, if if you know what you're doing when you're doing a drawing, you can actually sort of manipulate and brainwash the viewer. So if what I love about this is it's almost like the viewer feels clever because they, they think they're working out the puzzle or the character. But really, you're pulling the strings. So you, you're actually guiding the viewer to think these things. But then the viewer feels clever because they feel like they're thinking things it's quite cool but again you need to be aware of what you're doing all the time and it says caring nature happy and content looking pig <laughs> looking pet hints at a nurturing pers- personality again you could have exactly the same character but if that little piggy because at the moment he's got a big smiley happy face but if he was like miserable You've got a completely different character now, or a completely different story. Same character, but completely different story. Because now you start thinking, has she kidnapped that piggy? You know, what is she doing with the piggy? Why is the piggy upset? So the expression of the pig is very important for the, the story of the character as well. So again, everything is important here. Expressions approachable manner it says soft warm lighting evokes a relaxed friendly nature so again lighting has a story again if if you put a different type of lighting on that you've got a completely different story going on it says sweet face the eyes nose and mouth are placed low on the face to mimic a child's proportions which are generally viewed as cute So what I love about this bit is she's thinking about the keyword cute and she's actually taking that keyword and putting it into the physical appearance, which is cool. But what I also love is she's she's remembered how to make something cute. Who was it? Again, somebody else said if you have a character with I think it was big pupils, they look cuter than little ones. So I always remember that because I feel like that's going to be quite important in the future. Because if you've got a character, if you've created this character and it looks really cool, but you want it to be cute, but it doesn't look cute, you could say, right, I know what I do. I'll make the eyeballs a bit bigger, with big pupils, and then that might be the thing that's missing. So again, little details. It says here, quirky style, vintage style clothes and accessories, Result in a whimsical, unique-looking outfit, which I think is cool. Again, thinking about the accessories of the character as well. And then the final bit says, physically awkward. (laughs) The combination of long, gangly limbs and round glasses suggests an enduring, geeky person. Which, again, how cool. 
thinking about the shapes of the the character and the shapes of the accessories. So I just, I, I love this article. It's it's a little one and it's so simple. But I feel like there's massives of information in here. What the main thing I'm learning is it's very simple to start out because all you need to do is get some words. Once you've got those words, though, you've got to keep making sure that the character you're creating is is like fitting the words. So you might have somebody might say, or you might say to yourself, "I want to create a character which is fun." While you're creating a character, you're gonna to have to keep reminding yourself, keep checking that it is actually fun. And then if it isn't fun enough, there's ways here to make something fun. Is you can start thinking about the props, the clothing, the shapes. The lighting, little sidekicks, accessories, and even I would say the background as well. So I like this. I've, I just feel like it's a really cool little article. I hope you enjoyed it. It was the the article was four word characterization by the artist Dung Ho. It's from Character Design Quarterly Magazine issue number five. <laughs> So little Dennis has decided it's the end of it. I think he wants to get back and he's get get some action again with his little girlfriend. Little Dennis and Kitty back in their house. I hope you enjoyed that though. I really liked that one. I thought it was cool. It's quite exciting reading these articles. But you can find show notes and everything at sophielawson.com and I'll put links to all of Dung Ho's Instagrams and their websites and stuff. And you can also find it as a video on youtube.com slash Sophie Lawson. But all that's left is this week's little inspirational quote. And it actually comes from the artist Dung Ho. I love this quote. I'll read the full quote, but I'm actually going to pull a little bit of it out. Because I think this little, little quote actually can sum up all of drawing. So the full quote is, Every detail of the drawing has a job to do. In conveying and selling the character but I like what I like about that is it's what I said in the article everything in that character there's nothing in that character that isn't there for a reason which I think is amazing it goes into that thing from last week as well with the little little details are important so I really like that but I, I like it as a quote without the end bit as well so this week's the inspirational quote goes to Dung Ho and it is every detail of the drawing has a job to do Dung Ho Dennis! Dirty dog! Ruff! Ruff!